Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome home. So I'm working on becoming less dramatic. I know that's probably not anything you guys would expect to hear from me, especially the opening of our dialogue or our conversation or our post today, but I am. Um, for those of you who know me, I'm, I'm very connected to the idea that we co-create these experiences, our lives that we're having. I think we have a very um, connected and co-collaboration um, with the universe or with God, whatever entity you connect with. So I think what you say and what you connect your thoughts to have the ability to actually show up in your life consistently. So you would think that from someone that comes with, from that mind frame or from that school of thought, I would have much more sensitivity or awareness even about the kind of conversations, the internal dialogue that I'm having about anything that shows up in my life, just to make sure that I'm, you know, that I'm either limiting the impact or the potential impact it can have on my life, or I'm not making the something small see seem conceivably much larger than it really is, because that in and of itself will start producing some more negative or 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 further heightened um, reality. I'll, I'll start creating those experiences. I'll start creating that outcome. So what I mean by trying to get, I'm trying to make the intention of getting better at being overdramatic is that, you know, I can go through something and I'm the type of person where I, I rarely get sick. Thank God, knock on wood. But when I do get sick, it's like, I can't just have a common code, right? It has to be like, I don't know, it has to be like coronavirus or a flu. And, and if I have an ache on my arm, it can't be something like a damaged nerve. It has to be an indication of my heart failure or something like that. Like I can have like my mind, my creativity when it comes to like those things in my life, I can go from like zero to like 200 really quick, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm feeling lightheaded. Um, I'll start looking up the side effects. And it's like, oh my God, one of the side effects is, am I diabetic? So I'll, I'll just like, I'll go from zero to 10. And I know this about my personality and I, and I, I don't know where that comes from, but I know that it's in there. So one of the things that I'm trying to commit to um, is being more intentional about those thoughts when they do show up. And, you know, I've been having this uh, irritation on my arm and I def it's definitely nerve related where like sometimes, you know, if I, if I have my elbow, if I have my arm in a certain situation, then I kind of feel like it's, it's in, it's it's definitely it's definitely seemed like it's something connected to my blood circulation, so I'm gonna get it looked at and you know, I've been giving it a couple of days and it was like every once in a while, it's not even anything big, but I'm automatically like, Okay, what could that mean? That could mean this, this could mean that and and in reality it could be a pitched nerve and it just needs rest. So, 
anyway, I thought I'd share that because we're all working on something. For those of us who are mindful, um, we're all working on something. No one's perfect. So there's always an opportunity to grow and get better. Um, but speaking of grow and get better, I want to hop up here today because I came across a quote and I, and I really connected with it. And whenever I connect with anything, I want to share it with my tribe. So the quote said, acceptance is the key to success. Acceptance is the key to success. You know, and it, and it took a while for me to just kind of like take it all in, digest it and see what I took from the quote, um, which I strongly encourage everyone to do. Or, I mean, I think we do it subconsciously. We see a piece of art. We take, we take what we take from that piece of art. Same thing with music. Um, so same, you know, same thing with literature. I imagine you read a book, you may take something different from that book than I do. And I think quotes work. I know quotes work in the same way. I think sometimes the most powerful way to, to experience a quote is to kind of sit with it for a while and see what shows up. And I have to be honest, like when I originally came across that quote, you know, for me, acceptance for a long time was a bad word, was a bad word. You know, I, I, I always felt like the word itself automatically just had a certain undertone of defeat, a certain undertone of weakness. Um, I kind of felt like in order to accept, there's a giving up of sorts. And I remember being young and, and chasing um, my, my dream of becoming a football player. You know, as I got a little bit further, when I, but when I was younger and, and, and that was becoming clear that that was what I wanted to do, you constantly hear people which, you know, they're doing their best to kind of guide you in a powerful way. They're saying, oh, well, make sure you have backup plans or make sure you accept regardless of where you are. Make sure you, you know, you accept that God may have a different calling on your life or whatever. They may be saying that in a way that sounds loving and supportive. But all I heard at the time was um, you won't be able to do it. Right. And it's better now that you start developing a, a backup plan or you start working on your acceptance. So I always grew up with an idea that acceptance was a bad thing. Acceptance was a bad word. In fact, when you look it up, the word acceptance in the dictionary, there's two things that show up. Um, show up. The first, the first, it says the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. Right. So on its face, just that first definition of it, you don't really seem like, or for me, it doesn't really seem like something that I would have connected from, right? I think when I think of acceptance, obviously I'm not thinking about consenting to receiving or undertaking something offered. I'm thinking more of the second one. So if you go a little bit further down on that definition, you'll see the action or process of being received as adequate or suitable. Now, I think that's where I always connected to the idea of acceptance. I felt like in order for me to accept where I was, in order for me to accept a relationship, in order for me to accept a career, that there was something in that moment of acceptance that was surrendering it to, this is, at, this is adequate, this is enough, this is all I need. And I find that, that my way of viewing the word acceptance has caused a lot of difficulty, resistance, pain in my life because I'm having, because I have yet to shift my awareness from that word representing something negative and instead allowing that word to harmonize more so in my life, show up powerfully in my life from in the context of using it as a way of acknowledging what I'm receiving in my life. 
acknowledging all the things that I have in my life currently. And using those as ways, or using those as ways to really truly embrace the moment, the present moment. And understanding that just because I connect more powerfully to the word or the or to this idea of acceptance, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I'm giving up on pursuing more. It doesn't mean that I'm not working towards accomplishing more or becoming more. So for me, it's been, it's been a journey trying to get to that place. It's been a journey because I do understand and I do see the wisdom behind acceptance, um, connecting that with success. Because I think a lot of times it's when you truly accept who you are, where you are, you know, the power, the beauty of who you are, then you can really embrace all those elements about yourself and allow that to help you become more clear in your pursuit of success. But if you're not being mindful about accepting those elements of your life and all you're doing is constantly working and striving towards what's next or what you feel as if you're lacking currently, then you're always going to make that journey towards success seem somewhat like an uphill battle. And that took me a little bit of time to realize that, right? It took a, a, you know, a lot of growing, um, a, lot of, a lot of intentional growth on myself to kind of look for ways that I wasn't living up to that word acceptance. And it became clear like recently, you know, like, it, you know, the last couple years with all the stuff that's been going on with the pandemic and then race relations and stuff and just where we are as a country, you know, if you don't work on developing that acceptance muscle, it's enough to make you go bat, bat crazy, right? Acceptance is a big thing, at least for me. And I also feel like, and in, 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 in vibe with me if you vibe with me, you know, challenge me if you don't. But I also feel like when you get to that place of acceptance, you're, you're much, you're at a better place for receiving whatever it is that you're supposed to take from that experience. However, you're supposed to grow from that opportunity. And that in and of itself, that's what, that's what the journey is all about. I mean, I, I remember the guys um, a couple days ago after we lost to Inner, um, after we lost to the LA Galaxy for the season opener and how obviously, understandably, all the players were disappointed. You know, we were frustrated. There were a lot of, you know, there's a lot of expectations and hype going into the season. It was the first time we had fans in attendance. So like I said, it was a big deal. And understand, understandably, you want to perform well. You want to perform well and you want, the, and you want your desired outcome. And sometimes when it doesn't pan out that way, you feel a little bit robbed. Well, not a little bit. You feel robbed. And using a word like acceptance in that moment may meet more than its fair share of resistance. But I remember one of the players at the time, you know, just kind of said, and the other players in the room connected to it, is that, you know, I, I feel like we performed well, but I, it would have been nice to get something from it. And they felt like because they lost, they didn't get anything from it. And I understood what you're saying. You don't, you know, they didn't get what they had wanted to get from that competition or that challenge or that moment. And I understood that. But but what my what my response, kind of getting a little bit further from that moment and looking on it now would be, and this is the same response that I use in my own life. It's less about what you get and it's more about who you become. Right? So it's less about what you get in return. It's more about who you become. I think this journey in life, this journey that we're on, this powerful journey that we're on, 
my hope is that we take each moment, each growth opportunity as an opportunity to pour more into ourselves so that we can become closer and closer in alignment with who the universe or who God intended us to be. Because I think when we're living at our absolute max, then we have a way of inspiring, connecting, engaging, and encouraging other spirits. So although I can connect to the frustration because you know these players have been busting their ass and all the hype and you know last year no one could come to the games and now you have 8,000 people there in attendance and you have you know again media and news and everybody's just everyone's coming in that moment in that moment you want the outcome to be what the outcome is desired but the reality is is that if you can get those players to understand that this journey is about more than wins and losses this journey is about how do we become that champion that we're trying to champion no pun intended how do we arrive there and one of the key elements or one of the keys way, key ways of understanding and allowing ourselves to arrive at a place where we're becoming and we're receiving the experience so that we can become more is that word acceptance. So I wanted to just kind of in this, I wanted to leave you tribe members with some ideas as far as if you're like me and you have moments where you're struggling with acceptance, connecting to that word, to that idea of acceptance, and you're more on the second definition, um, um, meaning, you know, kind of, again, it adequate or it being enough or, and, and you need to shift yourself to, or you want to shift yourself more into the first definition, which speaks more about receiving, receiving where you are and all the complexities and beauties and, and the beautiful parts of who you are and where you are. Here's, here's, here's a few tips that I want you to take into practice because I've been able to take these into practice and, they, and they, you know, they help me a lot. You know, is the journey done? Absolutely not. This is something that I'm doing constantly because I find that for me it's, 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 it presents itself to be a powerful growth opportunity. I guess that's the most powerful way to say it. All right, so here we go. So here's my list of things that I think you could take um, you could take and apply them in your life and I'll find, and you'll find that it'll make um, set, setting your life up in a way that allows you to more powerfully arrive at a place of self-acceptance, all right, in your day-to-day -day life. All right, so here we go. First thing is, you know, embrace and celebrate what makes you who you are, what makes you unique. You know, all those things about you that, you know, maybe you had a hard time um, really becoming at peace with all those things that made you weird or all those things about you that you felt always made you stand out in a group where sometimes you just wanted to blend in or you preferred to blend in or those aspects of your journey that may be a little bit different, unconventional in a lot of ways that you have a hard time connecting and sharing because there's a lot of shame or judgment associated with it. All those unique aspects of your journey all tie in beautifully with who you are. And for me, that was a big thing because as a college athlete, I jumped around a lot, a lot. And I think for a long time, it was just easier to just kind of just say, oh yeah, college athlete, and not speak my truth about my story and how at the time I felt like it was fucked up. But now I understand that it was part of the beautiful journey that made me who I am. You know, the Fahim that you're listening to right now would not be the Fahim that I am today had it not been from those experiences. Because those experiences, like I said, connect and create an opportunity to add to that, to add a layer to that uniqueness, to add a layer to who you are along the process of becoming, right? So the first thing would be to embrace, not only embrace, but celebrate what makes you unique. The second thing is let go of the things that you can't change, right? 
Like really let go of them. And if you need help with that, there's this exercise that I do constantly and I try to do it once or twice a week where it write a list of the controllables, write a list of the non-controllables. And if you, if you ever wanna see something funny, have, if you know a friend of yours, do it with a partner. Do it with a partner. And what you'll find more times than not, a lot of the things that we think we have control over, we don't. So what you end up doing, you end up creating a negative environment because you're trying to control the things that you can't control. So instead of focusing on what you can't control, you start to hyper-focus on the things that you can't. You start expending energy on those aspects of your environment that you can't have any control over, and now those, how you're interacting and engaging emotionally, mentally, physically with your environment then begins to impact how you're showing up physically, psychologically, right? All those things impact. So the first thing you want to do is draw your awareness to just releasing and letting go and identifying those things that you can't control. You can't control the other person. You can't control how someone's going to respond um, to what it is you have to say. You can't control how people are, whether people are going to judge your goals as being worthy or not. You can't control any of that. You can't control any of that. So the sooner you can get to that place of awareness and let that go, the more powerful you can start leading your life. The third thing would be you know, identify what makes you, identify what makes you dope, right? The first thing is celebrating what makes you unique. But the third thing is identify what makes you dope. Like identify your strengths. Like what are you really good at? You know, I find that we spend so much time, we, have, we, spot, we, we spend so much time connecting to things that we don't feel we're good at and less time really, really celebrating the things that uniquely are our strengths that God has given us, the universe has given us. You know, I remember for a long time, I would just kind of hyper-focus, hyper-focus, hyper-focus on the things I didn't feel like I was really efficient or proficient at, instead of celebrating the things that make me, that come relatively easy for me, that are my strengths. And understanding that I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to occupy every lane. I can get people and have people on my team that can do those things that I may not necessarily define as being my strengths, right? But you can't do that if you're always looking at, you're always looking at your weak, your weak areas or your challenging areas or your weaknesses. You know, instead, I'm starting to shift and spend a little bit more time in understanding that there's a lot of power in the gifts that I, I have. So let me spend less time judging the areas where I need to get better or where I feel like I'm performing underperforming and spend more time, more clear time celebrating my strengths, celebrating the things that make me dope. So the fourth thing you want to do is start getting clear about your goals. Like I said, for me, acceptance is a big thing. And I think the reason why it's always been a challenge is because I always saw it as a surrendering of those goals. The moment you accept wherever you are, the moment you accept your life as it is, it's the moment you sign off to not wanting to achieve or to continue to inspire to have anything more than that moment, more than what you have. And listen, I know that there's, I know, I know that's bullshit in a lot of ways, right? But it doesn't mean it's not real. It doesn't mean that it's not a part of my internal dialogue. Right? And whatever shows up in your internal dialogue chances are it'll begin to start showing up in your life. So what I need to do is I need to get, I need to continue to do the work that I'm doing and figure it out 
and exploring where does that, where does my association with that word acceptance, where does that stem from? Where did I pick that, where did I pick that up along the way? And number five, the last thing you want to do is clarify all the things in your life that loved you to who you are today. All the things in your life that loved you to who you are today. And what I mean by that, good, bad, and indifferent. I'm not talking about just all the good moments and all the moments when everything seemed perfect and all the celebratory moments in your life. I'm talking about the grit, the ugly parts too. The challenging parts, the growth parts along your journey. Because I think, here's the reason why that's so powerful when it comes to acceptance, is because I think what we find is that instead of seeing it as a moment of letting go, those goals, those aspirations, when you can look back and see on all the things that you've been able to work through, all the things you've been able to overcome throughout your life, all the challenges that you had to meet, all those moments you had to rise up to, you understand that this isn't a surrendering. Acceptance is just allowing you to take respite for a second and acknowledging those powerful things that you already have within yourself, including the things you've already overcome, the aspects of your journey, your life that loved you to who you are right now. So you can kind of use that feedback as a way of encouraging, inspiring you to become better in that present moment. And through becoming better in that present moment, you can lean more powerfully into the future success, into the future goals that you have for yourself. So those are my five. And I mean, there's others, but I think those are the top five, at least for me. You know, I'd be interested to know your thoughts. Whether you two have a challenge sometimes working with that word acceptance or whether there's, or, or maybe it's something that shows up for you as well as powerfully as it does for me. And maybe you have a list of other things that you've been able to lean on that, that, that has helped you better meet that word or that idea of acceptance. And if you do, please feel free to share. But that's what I got. So hopefully it was helpful um, until we meet again. Cheers.